0: Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At dream wish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer talk about vacation planning strategy and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee in your favorite notebook and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello friends and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. So you've planned your dream vacation. You've looked forward to it for a year, maybe longer. You've experienced the magic and made all the incredible memories with your loved ones. And now it's back to reality. Back to work. Back to school. Back to having to cook dinner every single night. This is when the Disney blues hit. It's that post-trip letdown that can range from a little sadness to a lot of sadness. But they are a real thing. And my recommendation is to be prepared and have a plan to mitigate those Disney blues. In this episode, I'm going to share my top tips. Tip number one is to have something to look forward to after vacation. I always try to have something planned for the week after we return from a trip that I'm looking forward to. This is going to be different for everyone, and I recommend something that's fun and that you'll enjoy, but will also not be too much work for you. Some of the things I like to do are scheduling a massage, setting up dinner with a friend, or a date night with my husband, planning a fun-themed movie night or game night that involves some sort of takeout or low-key dinner, or having a spa night or something like that. Just something that's fun but will also not exhaust me. Tip number two is drink from Disney coffee mugs and tumblers. This is a bonus if you purchased one on your trip. You could use your resort mug from your trip or cups you purchased during your vacation, but it doesn't have to be new. You can use something you've had for years and purchased online. But just sipping out of a Disney-themed cup can remind me of my happy place and make my regular work day a little brighter. Tip number three is to check wait times or look through my Disney experience. Now, this is one where you're going to need to know yourself. Because for me, this usually makes me feel better and more connected to Disney while I'm at home. But sometimes it might make you feel jealous and make you miss Disney more. So if that's the case, you can skip this one. For me, I like it. It makes me feel like I'm living vicariously through the people who are on their vacation, seeing what they may be experiencing. Tip number four is to do a Disney puzzle or play Disney board games. We have a number of Disney puzzles, and after a Disney vacation, I sometimes like to pull one out. Sometimes I try to convince my family to do the puzzle with me as a family activity, but sometimes it's nice to just do myself. Puzzles are really relaxing for me. We also have several Disney themed board games that we can play as a family. You can find Disney versions of regular board games like Clue, Sorry, Candyland, things like that. But there's also some more original games like Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, and Disney Villainous. And this is something I like because it gets us all off our devices and it's something we can do as a family. So I feel good about it. Tip number five is to look at photos from past trips. This can be going through photos of your most recent trip or vacations from years ago, or both. Something I like to do is go through all our most recent photos and edit them and try to organize them into a folder. One thing I also love doing is creating a photo book or collage from our photos. This is something I like to do as a gift for family when we travel with others. I'll probably make a photo book of our trip in January for my in-laws this year because we all went as a family. But if you want to do something other than a book, there are tons of options on sites like Snapfish, or Shutterfly, or other similar places. Okay, tip number six is to watch Disney channels on YouTube, listen to podcasts, or read Disney blogs. There are tons of great YouTube channels that I love to watch. Some of my favorites are All Ears, Disney Food Blog, and Kyle Palo. Not only is this a great way to remind you of your favorite place, but it can keep you up to date on latest news and give you tips and ideas for your next vacation. And of course, I have to recommend you listen to this podcast and check out my blog as well for tons of great Disney tips. All right, tip number seven is add some pixie dust to your home. This is something that I love, finding ways to add Disney touches to my house. Plus, it opens up a whole new realm of gift giving options for your family. There are lots of ways you can do this blankets, pillows, decorations. There are lots of things you can find that are made by small businesses or on Etsy. Some things you could get from the Disney store. I actually have quite a few things from the Hallmark store including an amazing Magic Kingdom blanket that is very soft and cozy. You can also do this by adding your favorite Disney scents to your home with bath products or candles. I have an oil diffuser in my office and I use oils from Magic Candle Company. My favorite scent is the contemporary. It makes my house smell like a Disney resort and it makes me so happy. You can also do this with holiday decorations, ornaments, Christmas decor. I know that Lowe's often has some great holiday Disney stuff. My husband bought me two different Mickey wreaths last year, one for outside and one for inside, and I love them both. Tip number eight is to have a Disney themed movie night. You can pick something on Disney Plus to watch as a family and get cozy. You can even have themed foods along with it. You can really make this as elaborate or as simple as you want. There are tons of ideas you can find on Pinterest, but you can do something as simple as watch Coco and have Mexican takeout, and decorate if you want, or watch Luca and have Italian food. Just have fun with it. Tip number nine is make Disney-themed or Disney-shaped food. So along the same lines as tip number eight is making some Disney-themed or Mickey-shaped food. An easy way to do this is to get a Mickey waffle maker. You can also get a Mickey cookie cutter and use that for everything from cookies to cutting sandwiches. There are tons of recipes online and cookbooks that you can get that have Disney recipes in them. I'll link in the show notes to my blog post that has my favorite Disney parks recipes. Tip number 10 is to read Disney books. There are a lot of options here. Of course, there are many Disney books you can read to your little ones, but you can also find books for yourself as well. There are so many options for young adult novels that are based on Disney stories in one way or another. Some are officially branded as Disney, and some are just fairy tale spin-off type books, but there are a lot of really good ones. You can find some listed at books.disney.com. You can also read some Disney nonfiction whether it be Disney planning books or uh, books about the history of Disney or the life of Walt Disney. Some good ones are People Behind the Disney Parks, Walt Disney, An American Original, and The Imagineering Story. Tip number 11 is to listen to Disney parks music. This is another one that I do a lot. You can find playlists on Spotify or also on YouTube. Some of the YouTube channels I like for this are Ambient Worlds and Cinemagic Park Ambiance. I like to throw on some Disney music when I'm working or just doing things around the house. It just puts me in a better mood. All right, and tip number 12 is to plan your next vacation. My number one tip for curing the Disney blues is to plan your next vacation. It's a great idea to start planning early because not only do you have the most availability, but you get to enjoy looking forward to your trip for longer. It only takes a $200 deposit to secure your trip, and you can make payments over time if you want to. Your final balance is due 30 days before your trip. And if you're looking for a surefire way to take the stress out of planning your trip, you can book with me and I'll handle all the details. The best part is it won't cost you a penny extra. In fact, I can even help save you money by continuously monitoring for discounts and promotions to apply to your trip. I can take care of all your reservations, including dining, and you'll have access to me for any questions and advice throughout the entire process. You can contact me for a personalized quote, and we can start planning your dream trip together. Just click the link in the show notes. I hope you found this episode helpful and have some new ideas for how to cure the Disney blues or just add a little pixie dust to your life in general. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning enjoyed this episode it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on itunes and if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me thanks so much for listening and until next time happy planning